Yes, yes, people. Welcome to another episode of Jaffa Diaries. Here on Jaffa Diaries, we like to document the experience of African immigrants in the diaspora. And on this week's episode, we talked about raising kids in the diaspora. We spoke to a mom of two and she gave us a little bit of insight of, you know, the decisions she had to make and some of her thoughts along the process. Yes, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and enjoy the joy of this one-hour episode, baby. See ya. Bye, guys. Yes, 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 people. Welcome to another episode of Jaffa Diaries. You know, here on Jaffa Diaries, we like to document the experience of the African immigrants in the diaspora. And on today's episode, we have a guest, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is Faye, and she's going to be giving us her experience and her what's the word I'm looking for? Her views on raising kids mm-hmm. in the diaspora. Everybody, mm-hmm. welcome, mommy, mommy Faye. Mommy Faye, what you know? what's, what's your first your first kid's name? That's what they call you. They call you mommy. Yeah, yeah. mommy Kofi. Yeah, yeah. mommy Kofi. Mommy Kofi. Nice, nice. Oh my god, that sounds so weird. It's like it's different when you hear it. Nice to meet you too, but when you hear it in real life, it's actually pretty weird. Has anybody called you? We will be the first. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was about to happen at some point, so yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Like Malik said, Jaffa Diaries, African immigrant stories. Um, but before we get into your the real topic, topic again. Um, we like to start with you know, walk us through how you ended up here. What is your Jaffa story? When did you leave? Oh, oof. Yes. Here? Yeah, Jaffa I start, story. From, start from when you knew you were going to leave Nigeria. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I feel like um, to be fair, how I grew up, um, America was not necessarily a, um, a thought. Um, growing up because we kind of had everything we wanted. Um, I always say I would never trade my childhood for anything because we had almost Mm. everything we wanted. Um, We had cousins who used to come from America to live with us. And whenever they came, they brought exactly what they had with them. So it's like Mm. America came to Nigeria, if that makes sense. So like we were the cool kids in school. We always had the, yeah, yeah. We were the cool kids in school. We always had the latest gadgets, you know, everybody wanted to be us. So I would say America was a, oh, I want to go to America. It was almost like, yeah. I like where I'm at. Where and is I'm already, I can't yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I mean. And growing <laughs> up where everything was done for you, um, you know, you didn't really have to do much. Um, you had access to anything you needed. So mm-hmm. um, Jackpot wasn't really a thought for us. Um, yeah. I would say the first time I ever, you know, heard about Jackpot or Jackbuying, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I would say um, after high school, and my mom is like, oh, yeah, you need to travel for university. It's time to go to school. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my. I think I was so scared because it was like, oh, my God, I'm going out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going somewhere where I don't know people. I'm used to everything yeah. being done for me. I remember the first time I got a car. It was like, I don't know what to do if this car breaks down. Because we saw <laughs> wow. Joe. We had a driver. We saw Joe. We saw Joe. Yeah. Was the one that was always fixing everything for us. And there was no Mr. Joe in America. Love, so love yeah. we don't have that there. We had the, you know, the house helps who was always there 24-7. Um, mm-hmm. Soft life. Do you know? That's it. Softest. The same thing I should say now is just the life needs to be soft. Exactly. And something that was not as soft. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was just like, can you bring what we have here with me? If you can't, then I'm really scared, right? Okay. 
So would you have actually liked to have gone to university in Nigeria? Would you have, was that something you thought about? So because honestly, because I wasn't exposed to what Nigeria was at the time, um, mm-hmm. I didn't mind. I didn't mind because my friends were there. Um, I was having mm-hmm. a blast there. So if- Can I ask what there, year did you leave? Um, 2000 and I believe it was 2007. <laughs> I think it was 2007. It was my mistaken. head, but that's <laughs> Yeah, it was 2007, and okay. again, I I don't think Nigeria was as bad. Um, yeah. I mean, bad, yeah. as bad as what mm. it is now. Exchange rates was not yet. It was not yet. Yeah. It was like in the hundreds. You know wow. what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't even anything. And to be yeah. fair. I wasn't privy to a lot of things that were happening in Nigeria. Like you hear about mm-hmm. it, but you can't necessarily feel it, if that makes sense. Because my mom kind of raised us in a bubble. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. We're in a yeah. bubble. So when it was time for me to jackpot, I remember I was excited for the unknown, but also scared mm-hmm. for the unknown, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I was excited because, yeah. oh my goodness, I'm getting to see, you know, where my cousins have been, you know, America, yeah. like we see in the movies. Mm-hmm. However, so you hadn't been to America prior to going to school. No, like I said, America wow. came to Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, like your first so time it was ever. like, yeah, wow. it was my first time ever. And again, like I said, America came to Nigeria. So for us, like whatever they had in movies, we had in our house. Mm-hmm. If that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. it's not like you had to. Yeah, you didn't feel like you're missing you know, out. I was missing out. Anything, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, there was a point like you finished you finished school, right? Um. So wait, did you go to America? Was that the only so, option? Did you look at going anywhere listen, else? I had a platitude of options, right? And to mm-hmm. be fair, my first stop was Malaysia. I know. very Malay, Malay. Malay, Malay. Like, in there, <laughs> my first stop was Malaysia. I remember so young, clenching onto my bag. How many miles in Malaysia? You think about it. Malaysia is in, okay, so Nigeria is in Africa. Malaysia is all the way in some Asian Maybe side of the world, right? Yeah. I remember the miles. So my aunts, to be fair, my aunts were freaking out. Like, is your mom, yeah. like, is everything okay with your mother? Like, why would she send you there? Like, yeah. but at the time, I didn't really deepen. It's not as I got older, I was like, wait a minute. I really went this far by myself. Mm-hmm. Went self phone so was you not really a thing. I had like, that was my first stop, right? Malaysia was my first stop. And mm. I, cell phone was not really a thing back then. I remember... <laughs> I, had just, I had just watched a movie um dada is death right and it's a uh, an asian movie about how drugs were very um rampant in the asian countries and they did not play with it like if they find you really, that's a dense death sentence automatically right i remember watching the movie Again, you know, as a kid, sometimes you really don't deep consequences, if that makes sense. It's like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I think it's just... Yeah, I, deep <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the rascal. <laughs> I, I, I am the rascal one. So you're not deep in the consequence of if they catch you doing this, it's actual mm-hmm. death sentence. Like you get hung yeah. and shot to death. Perhaps. So I guess my aunts all saw that movie and they were like, like, what are we doing here? Yeah, you got to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? And my mom was just like, do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. Do you know what I mean? So... um. It, it didn't hit me till I was somewhere mid-air. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> if somebody were to take my bag now, sneaking drugs it's by mistake, I'm done. Like, I'm a goner. And I don't have a cell phone. I don't have a yeah. cell phone. I don't have to call my parents. So yeah, it was sometime during mid-air. And um, the flight attendant had to um, obviously, like, watch over me to make sure I'm okay. But sometime during mid-air is when I was like, okay, and now I'm freaking out. Like, I'm really, really freaking out. So, I'm, so I don't know if I'm, I'm a foodie. I'm a foodie, so the fire attendant like 
kind of use food to like drown my my, my sorrows and sadness so, and anxiety. Yeah. But at the time, it was just like a new chapter for me. Again, mm-hmm. um, I think I was most concerned about the food. I know it's crazy. It was like so. Was how like, long were you in Malaysia before you then ended up back in the US? Um, Malaysia was two semesters, so maybe that's a year. Okay, so yeah. one year in Malaysia, then where next? Then London. So you went to London for how many years were you in London? London. So London was only supposed to be a year, but I loved it so, there. So wait, 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 wait. <laughs> So okay, so Malik, you know a little bit of the backstory. Help me. <laughs> so, well, so I want to be sure I understand what's happening here. So you right. you jump back from Lagos to Malaysia. Yeah. After Malaysia, London. you try London. Yeah. Did you try anywhere else before you ended up in the US? No, I didn't try anywhere else. After okay. London, I came to the US. So essentially, the US was not your first stop. It was just no. the last. Uh, it was the actually. last stop. Um, okay. London was supposed to be a short one, like Malaysia as well. Or high found love. Love can make you oh. It can blind you in so, so, so subtle ways. Yeah. It can like, razzle dazzle in your eyes, like you tell yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you tell to go, you do a don't let's get a detail, detail, yeah. quick detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, so I found love, and I was like, yeah, this. Why, why do we want to leave this? Like, and this is somebody mm. that is feeding you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm a foodie. Let's be real. Like anything. Yeah. I this, mom, is lo- this is in London. This is London. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and my mom's prayer is just like. They may they not kill you food. Amen. But whoever kills me with food, I feel like you have to hate me. Because why are you yeah. killing something that I love? Yeah, I know. That's how they get but, you. Uh, yeah, that's how they get me. And the way to my heart is food, to be yeah. fair. Like, if you feed me, you have my heart. You know? Um, mm. Emphasis on feed me. The feed me part. Um, I think I've like, had this after that too much. Because the amount of times I've mentioned food now, I love. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so I found love. So I, I finished my undergrad. And then... I found out that in London, it takes a year other than two in America, right? To do your master's, to do your master's, correct. So I'm like, why not? You know what I mean? So why not do that? So I did that. I was about to leave and Pupsi's like, yeah, you know, PhD. I'm like, ah, ah. You didn't use school to finish my life. Like, what is (laughs) this? Like, you know how we your boss can get. Like, you know how we your boss. It's almost like. We we have to have education yeah. is like yeah. there's life and then there's education. Do you know what I mean? I think Awolo was spoiled with education. Listen, my dear sister, yeah. and Alo Awolo yeah. went through the Ghana that Kwame Nkrumah thing. Like he mm-hmm. went through Ghana and influenced us, and we just ran with it. So um yeah. yeah so my dad was like, yeah, you know how how's this PhD looking? I was hoping to God that I found a job before it was time to apply for the PhD. But mm-hmm. the man still won't let me, he, like, he wouldn't even let me do an internship. He's like, what are you, uh, he's like, when, okay, he says, when you start counting money, you, can't you don't have time for books, you can't right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. whatever money you're looking for, I'm giving it to you. So why are you in a hurry to, do you know what I mean? Siobhan Roy. Siobhan, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and I think he, he wanted to make me in his own image because I am I am his first. You are right? an African. So, exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, you understand? Yes, yes. You're not yeah. bad boys, just blueprint, like that. There's a blueprint. Yeah, so he yeah. did that. And um, because of that, I remember complaining to my mom, like, why do I have to do PhD? PhD is long. My mom was just like, Hey, at the end of the day, your father is saying he can sponsor you. What more do you want? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't understand it. So you did, the PhD, you did yeah. a PhD in the US? No, I, just, so I started a PhD in the UK, right? Okay. I was. I think I had gone two and a half years, um, and then unfortunately, my mom got sick. When my mom got sick, I couldn't focus on school anymore. So I moved to the back to the US to go take care of her. So I had so to put a PhD in the US. 
You, my mom was in the U.S., so I had right. to go back to the U.S. to go take care of her. And so I put the PhD on hold. But to be fair, after she died, I kind of had a whole life perspective of why are you doing something you don't need? Like, you're doing it for your dad. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. I'm not, I don't, yeah, I don't really love what I'm doing. And life mm-hmm. can be so short where one moment you're here, you know, and next moment you're not. Gone, so yeah. my perspective in life kind of did a complete 360. And then I had the courage, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So stand up to my father and say, no. Good job. Well you know, it, 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 it was easy. Okay? <laughs> you know what it means to step up to African parents? Okay. It might take a few tears, but I'm proud of it. Listen, yeah. I took a whole week of planning, a whole week. Like, yeah. okay, if I start, like, if I start this, I'm going, daddy, I, no, 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 it's too much. It's too much. You have to change the way you Jonathan, say the information again. Jonathan, you Jonathan, see breakfast before you Jonathan, ask him. Like, it's like, you do you come in? You call me harsh, yeah. emotional, mm-hmm. or yeah. a little bit of, you know, you know. Yeah. So I, a whole yeah. week I called my aunties. I'm trying to like, this is what I'm trying to do. Like, I, I remember they just kept telling me, just do it, just do it. So I'm like, you know what? We're gonna rip the bandaid off. Okay. And I remember the day I had to confront him. I've been mm-hmm. tell me why this man said okay. I'm like, oh do hell you do that? no! Do you know that they actually do that? Like after the PowerPoint did, presentation, I did in my head. You want to say okay? Sleepless nights, the anxieties, the, the preparations of what you're going to do. So it meant nothing. Don't I? Don't I? say it like if you wanted to, you should have just asked. That's normal. Crazy. Are you mad? African parents are really good gaslighters. They're very good gaslighters. They are. They are. Anyway, you now decided on America as. Cool. Right, right. Because right. uh, I after yeah after my mom died, I was like, yeah, I might as well just you know stay here and every like all my family's here. I might as well just stay here and like start you know getting what prepared for my future. You yeah. Know? Did you feel like did did America feel enough like home for you to decide that you wanted to stay or why why didn't you consider going back to London? Again, I think when like I said, my, I think when my mom died and the whole perspective changed for me, it was then I'm just gonna stay where family's family's at. Yeah. Um, yeah I, at the time, traveling was a thing for me, but my mom dying made me think like, okay, let's let's stay let's stay home with family for a while. Family, like, um, yeah. yeah, let's try and get that. You know, because my mom was like a she was my backbone. You know, she yeah. everything that happened in my life, she was she was there, she was present. So yeah. it was it was navigating a new chapter again where I didn't have the one person that I needed on my side. So why stray away from family when they can rally around me mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's the perspective I had. Um, and plus there was no one in Nigeria to go to. Um, yeah. Everybody yeah. was in America. Yeah. yeah, there was no one in Nigeria to okay. go. So I never really lived in Nigeria as an adult. Okay, so you yeah, so, said like mm-hmm. envisioning your future here. Correct, in correct, so correct. I and, never given thought to like, okay, this is where I'm going to be for the next, you know, so, so, so years. This is where I'm going to raise my kids. This is where I'm going to have children. Was that, did that, do you factor mm. that? Do you factor in kids? Was that conscious? Sort of yeah. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I did. I did not. <laughs> okay. Because I was, I was not the, I'm, I'm not going to be a mother. I'm going to be living my, you know, single big this life, life, doing my mm-hmm. thing, you know. This old that love, I've already finished that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Just I'm my enemy. Um, so kids was not something I actually used to look forward to. I'm, I'm not even going to, but it was yeah, like, yeah. if it happened somewhere down the line, you know, it happened, but I didn't really think yeah. of it about it. I think my immediate thought at that time was stay with family, get yourself together, see how you can outgrow on your own because all your life mm-hmm. you had told you to pluck that fruit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, go pluck this thing all your life. And now, yeah. correct, exactly. So this is the first time where you have to actually figure out what fruit to pluck that actually mm-hmm. works for you. Do you know what I mean? You so, yeah. 
Yes. So I remember the, that the, the night after I came back from the funeral, the first night, laying down on the bed, staring at the wall, just like, where do I go from here? Like I was doing PhD. There was a path that I has come get that path. What is next for Faith? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then my cousin told me about Nesby. I'm like, hmm, Nesby. I mean, I'm an engineer. Nigerian conference. Exactly, Nigeria. At this point, you that can't go there. You can't go there. Speak your about. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not yeah. lying. Yeah. 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 So only sell that gigi outside. And I think Nesby was the first time I realized, hey, I'm a hot kiko. <laughs> like it was almost as I stepped in, you know, graduating in first class software engineering, yeah. going to an Ivy League school like um, London School of Economics. Like it just yeah. opened doors, you, like know I mean? yeah. you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, remember, I remember being on the line and everybody's like, oh, they haven't called me. Blah, blah, blah. So I get there and the woman takes a look at my seat. She's like, oh, you, come in, come in. Open the door. I'm like, ah, VIP entrance. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I was getting like, <laughs> I was getting like six back-to-back interviews that day. And I was just like, oh, I like wow. this. You know, where, where has this been? So um, in that moment, I just, I literally just, put myself into pounced that and it, it was yeah. A, yeah, pounced on it and, you know, did it full blown to start, you know, interview for these jobs to get the jobs. And I remember my first salary, I'm just like, can this be me? Could this be me? Is this me? Yeah. Like, I didn't shock my whole bone. Like, this is... Is you that pay for lunch now? <laughs> no, she is. She is 10,000 pay for you. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 and then, so I started my career, um, you know, I was fortunate to um, go travel around the world with the company I worked for. Um, I was fortunate mm-hmm. to explore new angles of being be rich in the American diaspora, mm-hmm. you understand? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very grateful for that experience. One faithful night like this, you know, I said, you know, I'm, I mean, where was I? I think I was in Turkey. And I'm like, I'm waking feeling very strong. <laughs> and I remember the night before, like all my um, all my colleagues were eating things that my eye was entering. Like it's like this, and these are food that I normally would not like to eat. I'm like ah, this yeah. salmon is looking really good. Yeah. This steak is looking like. So I called my boyfriend at the time, like, hey babe, like I don't know what's going on, but my body is feeling kind of weird. To tell you how you're not even like thinking pregnancy yeah. or anything. And I remember him saying, I think you're pregnant. I'm, like, I'm not pregnant. Do I eat food any day? Like, and my, yeah, my yeah, whole I mean, food perception, you about? John, I understand. And my whole perception yeah. for pregnancy was not Nollywood, Inkechi. Like, Inkechi, yeah. Nausea, you know, throw up. Ah, Inkechi is pregnant. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I'm not yeah. going yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm not, none of that's happened to me. So I'm like, okay, it can be pregnancy. It's got to be like me just loving food more, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting to a different stage of food lover. <laughs> so he's like, okay, how about you pass through London before you come to America? I'm like, okay, fine. So I rerouted my ticket to go through London and we did a pregnancy test. And I was like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. I remember him jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you mean my life is calling shots right now, right now? Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to have all that luxury I used to have. Like, I hadn't even enjoyed it to the fullest yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's what jumping up and down. Uh, this was 2018. And no, sorry, beginning of 2019. Sorry. 
Wow. And I'm just like, bruh. Like, I was... As a baby, do you understand? I'm still a baby. <laughs> having yeah. a baby, have a baby. Yeah. Do you understand? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And my mom is not here to like walk me through this, yeah. this anxiety I'm feeling. So I kept it to myself. He's ecstatic. He starts telling his friend, I'm like, yo, can you can Calm you down. relax? <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. So he's telling everybody, I come back to America. At the time, I was I just moved in with my cousin. Like we were living together only because we stayed in the same state. And we just figured, mm-hmm. why are we staying separate? Let's stay Spending together. Money like that, yeah. Yeah, goes my older sister, thre- uh, kind of scaring me. Like, oh, the moment he hears, he's going to tell you I don't want to live with you anymore. I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. like, what's that mean? Like, do you mean like yeah. this boy is going to leave me? So I was scared to tell him. I remember yeah. I got back to America that day. I, the, the chauffeur picked me up, drove me to my house. And then I sat him down. I said, like, Demma, I have something I want to tell you. He said, I was like, why are you so, why so serious? Like, no, I'm always a jokester in the family. So when I'm serious, everybody's always like, okay, if she's serious, she's really serious. You something know? is happening, yeah. Something's really happening. So I'm like, I just found out pregnant. Homeboy stood up and started doing cartwheels. And I'm just like, oh, God. So, I like, everybody wants to have Because I remember the, the, the night of the bro, he was the one that was saying, make sure you put the baby down. I'm like, your dream has come true. He's ecstatic, you know, jumping. Mm-hmm. Like, my tone now is my dad. I'm like, guys, it's not anybody. So everybody's just relaxed. Like, yeah. what's going on? I'm still trying to figure it out. So, so um, as days, as point, months grew, yeah, as months grew, I now started to realize, okay, this is really happening. And I started telling myself, like, what do I want for my kids? Right? I was actually like, about to ask you that. What were your yeah. expectations? <laughs> what were my expectations? Of, like, kids out here. Correct. And I think for me, I didn't, I hadn't really had, like, okay, other than my sister's kids, but which is, you know, you play with them and then, you know, return them. Return them back. I hadn't really had a situation where I'd actually raised a kid before, right? Be yeah. anything. So I was genuinely scared of that. But I knew something that I always used to tell myself. I said, Whenever I was going to instill stuff in my kids, literally what worked for me, right? Because I know a lot of things that were being rebellious for our parents, right? But what are yeah. the things that they did for me that actually truly worked for me? Yeah. And then what did I learn, like, throughout the process where I had to learn life? You know what I mean? Yeah. So those were, because yeah. I always see kids as a blank canvas, right? It's yeah. how you paint it that the painting comes out, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you don't really want to force anything on them because I remember mm-hmm. when they forced stuff on me and it didn't really work. Work. All yeah. I wanted to do was push back. So for yeah. me, it was, that's what I started to envision in my head. And then my partner, on the other hand, I'm so grateful for that we are kind of like alike in, in similar ways where mm-hmm. um, certain values that he also thought to himself that worked for him as well. Yeah. You know? And it's so funny, believe it or not, I'm the stricter parent, right? I, I'm the one mm-hmm. who like, fall, let him fall and he'll figure it out. But my husband mm-hmm. is like, no, 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 no. Fifi, block this place. Block that place. Block this place. Yeah. You know? And that's him. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm the one who's like, nah, he's got to navigate life on his own. He'll figure oh, it yeah, out. Yeah. So, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know I had that in me, you know? So mm-hmm. that's a thing that the child brought out. So when he finally arrived, I remember the night of the hospital, as tired and weak as you are, my whole thing was I'm responsible for a whole child. Life. Right. And I'm not I'm not in Nigeria where in Nigeria there's like 90s on 24 seven. Like, you know, so, you know, all those kinds of things. America there. where you're doing there. it. Everybody. Yeah, everybody's there. But yeah. here it was you're on your own. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. on your own. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough that one of my aunties, um, 
uh, drove down to come meet me and she helped me for that first week because I've been me and the child I've been looking at her so like it's like so where did we start like yeah. you know what I mean because like, the first day she left me the first day she left me I was just like so what did we it's just you like know. what did, you just you know what I mean yeah. you know and being in diaspora it it um it kind of shapes you because a lot of things you thought you knew you, you didn't know you didn't know anything Genestine. um I was working at my job at the time they only give six weeks of maternity and I could not believe it when they were calling to tell me time it's time to, I'm like, we haven't even healed. Our whole body is not healed yeah. yet. Like, what are we doing? You know, I freaked out. I remember calling my aunt. My aunt's like, yeah, you have to find somebody. I was like, but how do I trust somebody that I don't know to watch after the kid? Take but then again, I know that I still need them. It was, it was confusing. You know, it was confusing. It was, um, but you grew up fast in like, London. Exactly. You know, um, he was there for like the first three months. I mean, obviously you have to go back after what 90 days i believe so yeah. he had to go back and i had to figure it out but he wanted to make sure that at least uh, he got me covered to some so, extent yeah. Yeah. yeah so we decided to hire this nanny that we heard about from nigeria again i've had okay, nannies I, growing up right <laughs> Sorry. You, before we okay. go into that i want to right. walk back to i guess the birth of your kid okay okay so i don't know how much you know I'm going to dip in my public health bag for a second. <laughs> Black maternal health outcomes in the U.S. are disgusting. Filthy, yeah. if you may. Right. Like, yeah. we, I think it's about three times. Black women are three times more likely to die from childbirth than white women. And this is right. like a Black woman, college degree, middle, upper middle class, worse health outcomes than a white woman who didn't finish high school. However, foreign-born women, so like black immigrant women like yourself, they will have mm-hmm. better health outcomes than black American women, right? right. Really? Right, right. I mean, I've heard, I've heard it. I've heard of it. So yeah. which, which pointed out, it's it's less genetics and more racism. Mm. So the longer, mm. and here's where it gets tricky, the longer you're in the U.S., the worse your health outcomes will turn out as a black immigrant woman. Interesting. I want to know. Did you peep any any little situation? Did it move funny? Did it move funny? Did it move funny? To be fair, I did move funnier with your second kid. Right, right. Mm. Okay. To be fair, right. My first. If I'm being honest with myself, I mm. I think I'm I'm the one percent who got a good doctor because everybody said it till this day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, black women are known that if your child is given any kind of complication to come out, they immediately rush you for C-section. Like it's a thing, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and if you, if you complain about pain for some reason, cause I think that they, they try to shut you down. Like, oh yeah, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Even though you do that, yeah. you pain yourself. Yeah. Um, oh, so mansplaining. Yeah. But women are women. Correct. Ah! Yeah, correct, 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 correct. So, yeah. um, but I always knew right. before I found mm-hmm. my doctor, right? Before I found my doctor, I was... Um, always big on personality, right? So um, I'm not just, you're not just going to be my doctor because you're my doctor, which is t- what they tend to normally do. I yes. form a relationship. I build something with you, right? Um, one thing my doctor always had, for some reason, she really liked me, right? She was she absolutely, white? No, she was white. Okay. She really liked me. And um, like times where, I, before I, maybe I missed my checkups because I wasn't one of those that used to puke or throw up my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I was swinging from tree to tree because I was still traveling. Well, for work. soft. Yeah, I was living soft. I mean, I would go to Nigeria just because I'm craving something. Do you understand? I come right back. Let, uh, so, right. Can we just leave out that for a second? <laughs> this was it. I've been craving. 
Let me go to I'm I'm craving see let me go to like you go to this specific Buka spot just for that Amala and then come yeah, back. She, when she has finished eating, she'll like, come back. Listen, I'm just telling you guys, married um pregnancy cravings is a thing. Like it's a mm. thing. You don't stop I don't thinking know about that it. I can reach. Have you seen ticket prices now? I don't know that I can reach. She won't roy. She won't roy. Continue. Alright, so um so yeah, so the I remember the my son, I was in labor for three days. For three wow. days. Yes. Um, I remember getting my my cousin rushing me to the hospital to get there. You know, I mean, I'm in labor and they're just like, oh, yeah, you're not dilated yet. You know what I mean? Um, they, they put you in the, something called the triage before, like, your things there has to get to yeah. level A, level 9 before they move you to. And B, being a triage, I think at some point she was like, oh, yeah, we need to move her to a room. So I had a private suite. You know, it was really not right. <laughs> yeah, right like, for me. No, like, God, I... <laughs> I think That's I like, think she paid the doctor. That's, she said we formed yeah. relationship. She puts a little yeah. something. Let, let, let me say this, yeah. When my backbone died, I kind of thought to myself, like, hey, you're very lazy. Yeah, you're very lazy. You know, like, like you grew up in Nigeria with things doing people doing things for you. How can you live a life where you don't have to renege on those things? And I thought to myself, mm-hmm. you have to keep pushing to get that money. So it's like so if you don't get, funny. yeah, do you know what I mean? I spoke. I'm That's I was very honest with myself. Very about yourself, said you the life. The life. If you're not rich, you will not survive. You will not survive. Like, like, yeah. They will yeah. swallow That's you. Do you know what I mean? And that fair. was part of the pep talk. That's the self-awareness. No, seriously, that was part of the pep talk I had with myself, where it was like. Listen, you don't like to do stuff. You really don't. You're used to people doing stuff for you. The only way you can do that is to get there. So let's get there so we can still have our self life. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, I, yeah. I tell Monica, I think I got very self aware very young, and for me, it helped go. It helped me go a long way, yeah. right? Yeah. So we we got to the triage. It's time for them to put the epidural or whatever, and the, the, they put the epidural. However, I wasn't dialing enough. I remember they had to put me to sleep and put something inside of me, and I'm screaming, "Get it out! Get it out! Wake you up!" and yeah. all that. And my auntie started calling and saying, okay, take her for C-section now. This is three days. Take her for... You yeah. know what my doctor kept telling me? She, I remember he would hold my hand and say, please give me a chance. I promise you, if it doesn't mm-hmm. work, I'll let you... Like, that's literally my experience. I think I'm the 1% because not, I've heard other people... Really has, yeah, I just got really lucky. I haven't had a, just a, a pleasant experience as you did. So that's, that's good. Yeah, so I, I, had a, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a great experience. So um, as he came out... I'm fortunate that I did wait for him and I, you know, I pushed out myself or anything. He didn't uh, have to take me to um, the surgery room for a C-section because that would have been a different story because I hear healing is different in that area. So yeah. I'm grateful that I waited and I trusted him to do that. Yeah. Um, same thing, same experience with the second child. Same experience. No, with second child, they tell you it comes out faster. The second child, they, yeah, they're like, we know, and my buddy's like, we've done this before we got uh, this. Yeah, yeah, we know what to do. Yeah. So he, I got there in the morning time by after he blurted his way out, literally, mm-hmm. and, I don't even, and he was a he was a big baby, so mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Oh my goodness!" They're looking at me and they're looking yeah. at him. They're looking at me and like, "Yeah, how, like, how much?" The yeah. math is not mathing, you know. So, yeah. I mean, they told yeah. me how much he weighed. I wouldn't have pushed him off for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like you do whatever yeah. you want yeah. to do, belly. <laughs> yeah. So both my experiences were good, and he was COVID. The second one was COVID, so. Mm. Um, a lot of people were working. There were a lot of mothers. People were not sick. They were not distancing themselves from their husband. There were no six sweets. Yeah. There were a lot of mothers who were in yeah. labor, so yeah. they knew they had to work overtime. Um, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's the hospital. To be fair, I, I think it's the hospital that 
I gave birth it, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. I, because I did do my reviews on them mm-hmm. and they had mm-hmm. a really good review. It's, it's New Haven yeah. and it's, um, you know, that's where the Ivy Leagues people go to. So, uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so you have two kids so, now. You have two kids. So two, no, no, no. I don't know. We have a tip uh, for, the, for the listeners. If you want good okay. health outcomes, one, be rich. Oh, um, mm. and to go check the reviews of the hospital before you die. And, and, and I know people are normally supposed to say, oh, I go for black because they understand me. Go for personality. Just go for someone mm-hmm. who truly cares for you, right? Yeah. Regardless of what you are. If they, yeah. they, they personality match yours, stick with them. So now you have two kids. Yeah, two and three. Two-year-old and a three-year-old. And two and a three-year-old. Yeah. Giving them back-to-back. Made my head down to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Um, it was back-to-back. Yeah, so now, like, now you've had your kids. Now you're, they're growing up. You've been thinking, okay, these kids are going to grow up as American kids. You know, how Nigerian do I want them to be? You know, what, what schools do they go to? All those things that parents have to think about. Like, right. how, how is that for you? Um, so for me is, again, I think this is where it comes from, where I said I would take what worked for me, right? My mm-hmm. dad was not, I mean, the standards was what? Engineer, medicine, uh, engineer, medicine, lawyer, lawyer. Um, you know, but my dad made me understand where my, where my talent was, where my interest was, where I would literally soar based on me, right? Mm-hmm. So I think for my kids, that's what I plan to do for them. I plan to see who you are as you've developed as a person, where your talent is and let's build on that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not raising you for what you could be or who you should be, but what you no, are. Who you yeah. want them yeah. to be. Yeah. Or who you want them to be, but, but yeah. who you are. And I take yeah. that because it worked for me, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it made me the successful person I am today. If I wanted to go based on my parents, um, I would have followed my sister's first and I just kept following blindly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or try and read medicine when I know this brain is not medicine. Like, if yeah. I'm be the one that the blood will come, me and you will faint. Exactly, between both of us. So I knew medicine was not for me. And then law, I mean, I mm. talk, but when it comes to argument, after you start foolish arguments, I just walk away. Like, we're not about to be yeah. too foolish trying to talk to each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I knew lawyer. And lawyer, you had to keep reading. I know they yeah. read. Yeah, I mean, I mean, reading so like, was not my specialty. So. Yeah, so like, school aside, like, you talked about like how you had a, household in Nigeria that right. you really cherished where like America came to you, right? You are not too excited about, you know, Jack the, the Western world or anything like that. It's going to be very different for them because they are in the Western world. Like how, mm-hmm. like just specifically in their Africanness, like right. do you care to bring Nigeria or Africa to them or right. do you just prefer them to actually just be who they are in this society regardless of what their country of origin their parents or right. are from mm-hmm. or anything like that. So yeah. in the context of, the, yeah. of being like African. I think it was a year ago I realized that they can't have what I have, what I had. Um, mm-hmm. Because unfortunately we're all here. We all have different mm-hmm. states and America is not a state to kind of navigate. Right. So I mm-hmm. think, um, and I'm, you know, they're half Ghanaian, half Nigerian. There's like the two Pops. Oh, so Pops is Ghanaian. Yeah. Pops is not mm-hmm. Ghanaian, right. And mom, Kofi mm-hmm. I'm Nigerian. <laughs> Kofi, 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 Kofi. <laughs> that's why Mama, um, Mama Kofi was not sounding. Yeah, that's why I said when you hear that. I'm pretty sure Ghanaians probably do Mama. I bet if you're Ghanaian, I'm just going to know. Do you do that? No, they do. They do. They do. I, Let me tell you how they do. Because Kenyans also do it. Like when mm. Kim met your mother, she called mm. her Mama Bim. I was like, technically, she's Mama Malik. 
don't cheat me out of my Facebook message. Is mommy Malik? Mommy Malik. To be fair, I haven't got so Ghanaians. If there's anything I know, they're very proud of it, their their language and the culture. So it's like mm-hmm. when I walk in there. The Chia here, I don't understand why I'm not a PhD in Chia at this point because <laughs> they don't care if you understand it. They don't care, like, they just, and I love that for them. I actually, because yeah. I grew up where I didn't understand, I didn't, I can't speak my language, but I can understand mm-hmm. my mom's side of the language. So for them, mm-hmm. it's like they love their culture where they, they submerge themselves into like yeah. the culture. And they always mm-hmm. tell you the kids grow up closer to the mother because the mothers are closer to the mother's side, yeah. right? But what I love about the Ghanaian side is they're just as influential in my family. Right. Yeah. So I don't think my kids are ever going to say, oh, I know Nigerian side, I'm on the Ghanaian side. I think, I think they're going to know both. Right. They're going to know yeah. both. And um, I, I loved who I, I loved who I am. I like coming to this country as a Nigerian, I absolutely loved it because I thought it was one thing that they can never take away from me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I'm Nigerian to the core. Granted, I didn't come when Nigeria was not cool. Granted. Yes, right? because there was a time when being Nigerian was not cool. Uh, what they call Buddhist guy, all those kind of like I didn't, I wasn't there. I knew yeah. I probably would have excelled to just the kind of person I am, but um, yeah. I didn't come then. But now I came when Nigeria was like everybody wants to be Nigerian. Yeah, right? Afrobeats, Afro like, you know, like are you sisters and brothers? My friend, how do I know this? <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. So I think for me, for them, is I'm going to submerge them into as much as African experience as they can get, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, also letting them know that you can use this to your advantage in the Western world, mm-hmm. right? So you're not going to be told you can't make it because you're Black. Yeah. Uh-huh. The yeah. person I'm making, do they have two heads? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, such a, she's such an African parent. I, I'm an African parent. Like, she has the gesticulations that went into her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm submerging them into Africa only so to be aware of self yeah. and let self mm-hmm. guide you, right? Mm-hmm. As it's done for What me. are some things that you're doing right now that you feel like mm-hmm. are doing yeah. that for them? Um, I know they so, are very young people like you. Yeah. So basically submerging them into family, right? It's like, you can learn a lot mm-hmm. from family, right? Um, having to, I'm not, you're not going, just because Auntie Moose is 30 minutes away, they say, oh, we see Auntie Moose every once in a while. No, we're going to visit Auntie Moose because Auntie Moose can mm-hmm. steal what Auntie Moose has. Just because Uncle Fola and Uncle Fela is in another different state. No, you're going to see Uncle Fela and Uncle Fela because me submerging you to that is is like, I'm. it's a village that's taking to raise you. Can right? you please help me beg Malik? Oh God! No, 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 Malik. Like, no. One thing I can tell about what having a village, it's it's very crucial, um, especially yeah. in the Western world, because yeah. with everything we have today, all the distractions, you know, things that we could, we, you had to wait to talk about after high school. You had to be talking mm-hmm. about it in in class right now, in yeah. preschool. Do you know what I mean? So don't ever, for once, deceive yourself. You can do it by yourself. Nah, that's exactly. rule number one. It takes a village. Now, all, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not the useless uncles and aunties you sent them to. It's the ones that you know that can instill something. And one yeah. thing I know about me is having them come around, having them learn, and same for their father's side. When they go to London, same thing, you know, having yeah. them learn that, you know, culture, having them embrace that culture for once. Mm-hmm. Don't ever say, yes, I named my kids English name. But at the time, I, I wanted them to have a little bit of everything, He's which is kind of what my dad so he has he has, his English name is Caden. His English name is Caden. He's, co- he's Kofi at home, but Caden is on the outside. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. but I, I want that too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want that too perspective for you because I also want you to be able to adapt when you when yeah, you, when okay. when necessary. When you know needed, I mean? yeah. When needed. Yeah. Right? So you wanted to grow up in an African household, but still have adaptability. Adaptability outside of the best African household. Both worlds. Yeah. It's the best Baby of both girl. Worlds. So if, if you had like African friends, you'd be. I'll be okay with that. Be really encouraged. Yeah, I encourage. I encourage that because again, I'm teaching them what worked for me. Because yeah. I'm I'm not the key to your to your path because I experienced what was good for me and I'm gonna instill in that with you. I think my sense of self is build a strong foundation so when you go outside, yeah. nothing can shake you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. can break you. Nothing can impact you. So mm-hmm. once you instill that foundation in them, you know the sky's mm-hmm. your limit when you get outside. Because I imagine yeah. all the times like times where I was in Malaysia where I could have been easily been influenced. Back of my yeah. head, I'm here. My mother. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. almost like impressing mom was more than anything any bad person any person Everybody to teach. Else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I want that for them as well, where it's like mm-hmm. have a sense of guidance. Like this is the, this is your yeah. north star, and then navigate yeah. from there, right? So that's so where I'm going for my kids. Accents. No, you guys yeah. have. I'll tell you one thing. Like this podcast, you guys have made me think of things. I was like, hmm, that's really <laughs> interesting. Um, they don't. Moses, they yeah. don't. They don't. Be- okay. Only because, and it's funny because I feel like, okay, so for me, I think my American accent is my go-to. My Nigerian accent is my other side of my joking self. That's my Nigerian accent. Okay. Your American accent is your go-to. If I don't know you, my American, my American accent is my go-to, okay. right? And then um, when I'm when I'm comfortable enough with you, my Nigerian accent is my yeah, second choice, comes out. Okay. right? So my Nigerian comes out. Do you think you do you think you speak primarily with an American accent? Just by default, I think it's just both. Because like, when I'm angry, when I'm angry, can't hear. Gas come out. Can't hear. Do you understand? Like I needed to know that you're feeling what I'm feeling. You understand? Yeah. But um, <laughs> but um, but if it's like I'm educating them, I teaching them, then it's like the American accent comes out, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they go to see their dad, and it's so funny with kids, it's so it's such an influential time for them because they're soaking. It's a sponge. Yeah. Right. You don't be realizing how much they listen to you until they start yeah. mimicking or doing certain things, and I'm yeah. just like, wow, you you the game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. when they they first had British accents, right, wow. and now they have American accents. Lord knows wow. what the future holds at this point. It can't be Chinese. I promise you wow. that, the, that, the, that the African accent is coming. I will say this, and I'm quite sure. Every immigrant, first-gen kid that I've met here, they all have the accent of their parents. Whether or not they know it, intentionally, right. they escape. Right, right, it's right. Coming. right. I, I can see that. That's, that's actually very interesting. No, because no, I understand, like, that's all you hear right. growing up. In your house. Got this, yeah, but you're not really flexing that muscle, right? Mm. If you're going to that's school, you're speaking American accent. Mm. I think that's why they can switch. It's like a code switch yeah. for them, right? If they yeah. want, like, you couldn't be surprised. Like, if Kofi wanted to mimic me today, he would say something in a Nigerian accent. I understand. Right? I just feel like the way we make an effort to sound uh-huh. American outside, I think a first-gen kid is making the, that level of effort to, to sound, sound Nigerian. Nigerian. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. 10,000%, yeah. but, yes. but it's still yeah. there. It's still yeah. there, it's still right? Bad. Like it's still it there. Probably, and I want, I don't want it a situation where if he goes to Nigeria today, no one's making like, ah, one that I beg this one this we go. Nah, my son is African. I hate, I hate nah. to tell you, girl. Right. Let's go tell her. Let's go tell her. No, 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 no. Because they know us exactly. Exactly. 
when I say you, when intentionality, you intentionality, they, ask you, they do, they, they do. No, they do. So they do. They call you Yakimbe. Is that you think Kobe has a chance? My friend, don't run away from me. Guys, that is the intentionality of it. Because when you go there and say, ah, when you see mommy, Dobale. Start, like okay. it's not a thing where you're oblivious. No, no, no. I'm not okay. raising. Okay, okay. Do you know what I mean? So that's okay. what I meant. I mean, obviously, the accent I can't change. You, can. you know what I mean? I yeah, know now. What what it, is. Yeah. it is what it is. But like, you're not going to act like you didn't know. You know better. Yeah. yeah. Don't do you know what mean? So, embarrass me. Yeah. Em- embarrassment. Why? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, we're not doing that. So when you see your dad, you prostrate. When you see your mom, you kneel down. That kind of thing. Because I thought. That grounds you. It gives you a sense of, like, mm-hmm. I know my identity. I know who I am. Yeah. You know, we come from That's a place where we have I culture. Really, I think about a lot, like, if I, like, assuming that I'm raising kids in the U.S., I, th- I wonder how much I'm able to teach them about their culture without them being, like, a little embarrassed of it in a way. Like, mm. Like saying like okay, but when you see your grandma, your grandpa, you have to double it, you have to kneel down. Like, how do I, how do I say, how do I convey that as like not something that you should be ashamed of? Because in America, they're gonna look at that as backwards. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. How do I teach you that this is like, this is respect and the norm of the thing Mm -hmm. that you do with Africans? You don't do everybody else. Mm -hmm. These guys, Mm -hmm. I believe you too. You know. Like, I think my game plan imagine, is identity. I imagine it's chaotic for them. No, I mean, I think my game plan is identity. Like, first of all, identify who you are. Who you mm-hmm. are goes along so with mommy, you. Your I'm American. Right? That's, that's my identity. You're not American. Ah, you said you let them choose for themselves. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mommy, I'm no, American. No, no. You know how there's, yes. what is it, there's verb and there's adjective. I don't do them things there. There's verb and adjective. Okay, <laughs> what adjective? Is it, is it, is it, is it what we call you? Describe from, from, you, Describe her. Do Yeah. So you're well. This is that's why this is tricky, right? I say African because we're Nigerian Ghanaian, so we can't really say you're yeah. Nigerian, right? Like I say so you yeah. yeah. I would say you're West African first, mm-hmm. right? Technically, you are Ghanaian because you're supposed to be where your dad's from. Well, it's only West African first. You know, yeah. no, no, but you know, like you're going to claim your dad's side before you claim your mother's side. That's how it's always been. I understand, but you yeah. know, they can be both. No, no, I'm just saying, like, so yeah. when I'm instilling it in them because. I also want you to love both sides. I can't really pick and choose, unfortunately, right? Which side, so yeah. which side? So you're African first, American mm-hmm. later. Yeah, so mm-hmm. how do you how do you, how right? do you teach African? And that's the first. identity. So I'm saying like me submerging you in family, me submerging you in culture, it's for you to mm-hmm. be aware, be self-aware. These are your people. Do you know what I mean? So like anybody else that comes is secondary, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think to a point, mm-hmm. like I think like um Having family around normalizes the thing. Like right. so, it if does. you're teaching, listen, you're about people. Amashi Dobale, so so and so. Right. If mm-hmm. if her own, if their cousins are also doing it, they are aware of this custom. Their other cousins, mm-hmm. okay. When they get together, yeah. they band, they understand. They know, they, yeah, you understand. Yeah. The guy who, right. the guy who I not, not one of my correct. Yeah. Not yeah. one of my siblings that I know is yeah. like yeah. trying to raise an American purse. Everyone's trying to raise yeah. a, an African purse before anything else. Yeah. So okay. me submerging in that village and that, like 
And I think for me is like, I want it for them so bad because I never got to experience it. Like I know who I am as a, as an African, as a Nigerian woman, but I didn't like submerge myself into culture the way I would have loved to. So I feel like I get a redo. They're my redos where it's like, okay. where, where did we, where we did, where we went wrong here? We can fix here. I'm like, she's like, this children are my second chance at life. Yes. You know how many times I wish, like, how many times I wish I had, no, 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 no. But it, but not, no, but not in a, okay, so like, that's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. But in yeah. a fun way, I'm fun mommy. I'm fun mommy because, I'm fun mommy because I'm not, I'm not teaching you just because you have to. I'm teaching because it's something that it's innate in you, right? You're DN, you're, you're African. It's who you are. Yeah, yeah so but see, if everything in life falls apart, you know, this is. This can never go wrong. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Is, this, this is it. This like, is it. Yeah. You know, so that's the perspective I'm coming from. Yeah, because yes. America is not your yeah, America is not your society. It's and not. I feel like it'll tell you it'll tell you pretty quickly. Like very early too, especially because you're be like, black. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're, you're black. Yeah, you have African roots. Like the world will tell you, yeah, we're not we're not accepting you the same way right. we're accepting you. Know what America is? So you you will I think that helps you now bond mm-hmm. with your African with, side. Yeah. Guy, mm-hmm. forget these guys, us we did. You know what America yeah, is for yeah. you? America is your land of opportunity. Your your land where you can take it as an African man and say, this is where I want to grow, right? But Mm -hmm. grow and excel in my own way, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, you can't go to China and do that. You can't go to Malaysia and do that due to certain roles. So your land of opportunity to self-awareness and growth, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. take it as that. I'm an African man coming to America to Mm -hmm. land of opportunity to to get bigger opportunities to get, you know, success. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's what America is to you, a land of opportunity. I really would love Simple. to follow up with you when your children are in high school. Nah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We, we will have those the subordinates in there. Those are the years I am deeply terrified of. Yes. Those are the years yeah. I am deeply terrified of. That's, that's very true. <laughs> you know, my dad asked me the other day, he, he asked me, he's like, are you going to send your kids to Nigeria for high school? Now, <laughs> if my mom was alive... If my mom was alive, I would have said yes. If my mom was alive, I would have said yes. I would have said yes because, again, I don't know what Nigeria is as an adult. I really don't. I, I'm I'm not yeah. going to sugarcoat like yeah. I know because yeah. I haven't lived there, yeah. right? Going back to how I was raised with my mom in high school, um, I think Nigeria molded the, 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 the person I am today. Right, the boarding school shaped me up the way I am today. And as much as it was, it, it had it, it had did. good and bad. As much as it had, as much as you hate, as much as it. Let me tell you what boarding school did. Yeah, Listen. it told you that you can live anywhere and stand tall. I'm not you survive. Yeah. yeah, you will survive. Yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that alone is key to surviving here. Yes. Yeah, let me not lie, but life. Eh, actually, let me let me let me think about it again. I said like. Yeah. Does this feel like a breeze compared to secondary school? Bruh. At least college so was legitimately so, a breeze so, so, compared so to secondary school. That's the thing. Like, I, I can understand if if I was in Nigeria and I raised my kids in Nigeria, I think I would definitely send them to boarding school. However, I feel like throwing an American child who grew up in America to Nigerian boarding school because us, we are <laughs> to trauma. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know that. 
I want to, because there's also this slight level of abandonment issues of, yeah, chopping, my mommy and daddy are chopping life in America, they've sent me here to come and now. Yeah, to, suffer. Life. to suffer. Can, can I say something? And I love my children, I want them to love me when they come out. Okay? I'm like, dead. Yeah. Yeah. These are the like things. Can, can I say something, Abims? I think it's so funny that you say that because some people have the flip side. Some people mm. have the flip side where it's like, so for some like, maybe a friend of mine who did the, like she came from America here, right? She had the flip side. America to Nigeria. America to Nigeria, correct. Mm-hmm. She had the thing where it was like, At what oh my age? goodness, Sorry. I found, um, she has one. Just one. School. Second school, yeah. So she, came, she did her whole second school in Nigeria. She felt like, it gave her the ammunition to come back here and be stand strong. Yeah, but she can't Please, see. Yeah, I don't think she saw that at the time. What do you yeah. mean? Like, no, no. She, she at the, at the, t- time, at the time, yeah. at the time, she didn't really see. She, she actually like, oh, my parents abandoned me, kind yeah. of thing. But you know what's funny? I feel like I don't think all success road is smooth sailing. Let's be real. Okay, sorry. Like, I do have a question about that, your friend. Was she the kind of person that they sent back and she thought she was going for holiday? Oh, oh no, no, no. No, no, she knew she was, she knew she was coming. She knew she was coming. Yes, yes. Because and I know the American children that came, they were all rascals. <laughs> will you threaten? Will you threaten your children in Nigeria? Do you I mean, I feel, like I, I feel like I'll say it, but I don't really mean it. Right? Don't, no, don't yeah, put it on record. Don't put it on record. I know. I'm going to be lying. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be lying if I say I don't say it. I can, I can, and that's yeah. mean because sometimes once in a while you channel those, you know, those little sayings that your parents say. Once in a while you find yourself channeling, but what I know is. I know what it did to me, so I know my boundaries. I know where my cutoff mark is, if that makes sense, right? Okay. Um, I'm a product of that, so I know exactly how to navigate it. It's different if I wasn't a product of that, then it's like mm-hmm. we're coasting, and then I might eventually traumatize. Mind. Exactly, I might eventually traumatize. But to answer your question, the reason why I, I feel like I would send them to Nigeria, I'm not going to hold you. Have you seen high schools in America? Are you guys for real? Like, it has absolutely nothing of value. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's a school where you go right. away. It's like you don't even they don't even teach you exactly what you know you're going to go into unless you're getting it back at home. Mm-hmm. Like there's it's like a quest map high school of uh, high school in America. It's like teach you them everything, everything, and with no direction, nothing like. whatsoever. Yeah. And these are impressionable kids. So mm-hmm. God forbid they meet someone who is not up to par. They're not going to be up to par themselves. And mm-hmm. I always say another thing that parents tend to not realize is if you don't build a foundation and it's shaky outside, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you're raising your kids. Once they go outside, the world is raising your kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you yeah. move from a safe space to the outside world where you now actually get to test everything that you've once mm-hmm. left. That you've done. So yeah. for me, that you've done. So for me, it's like, it's tricky because I'm fortunate that they can actually go to school in London, boarding school in London. Mm-hmm. That's an option that's for you. That's option. a that's, that's, that's a good option for me. Option for sure. Slightly better um, option than London boarding school. They have structure. They still have a structure that America just doesn't really have. I know what you mean. Have. Do you know what I mean? So and it's not, and it's not like, suffering. Yeah, it's not suffering. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. because I've gone yeah. through that, I know exactly yeah. what I'm. Yeah, idea, 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 yeah. idea, 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 idea. Yeah, idea, idea. Yeah, idea. So yeah, I mean, I'd rather yeah. go through that part because my dad obviously is getting old. You know, like I mean, he's not old, but like once they get to that age, he's not going to be the best person. So I'd rather go that route than go the other route. Mm-hmm. But if Mom okay. C was alive, I would consider it. I wouldn't. I won't totally mm-hmm. take it out. Do you know what I mean? So yes, to answer your question, because she'll be there, correct? She'll be there, yeah. and That's fair. I feel like yeah, I feel like she can give some sort of guidance in mm-hmm. that world because again, mm-hmm. I haven't lived in Nigeria as an adult, 
So I don't know what Nigeria has to offer right now, yeah. honestly. Okay, I, um, I have another question. What do you feel like you, you, you've you gained from raising kids here and what do you feel like you've lost also? From yeah, like, yeah, like we're ever thinking, we're ever more like, damn, for Nigeria now. Charlie, my kids, Charlie. like my kids, will go through this. Charlie, Charlie. Oh, you're like, ah, thank God I'm not no, Nigeria now. How how I've how, how done this one? That kind of... I've gained an understanding of self. Remember when I first started, I said mm-hmm. I'm very lazy. Like laziness, yeah. is me? I'm laziness. And yeah. having a kids here where you have to actually do everything by yourself, ooh, <laughs> you find the strength that you didn't even know was there. <laughs> you know what I'm You're asking yourself, like you ever have an out of body experience, like. Yeah, I really did that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think for me, it 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 it, um it makes you accountable. Um, it challenges you to want to do better. Um, Mm -hmm. Responsibility is key. (laughs) If you thought you were not responsible before, responsibility is catching up to you now. Um, uh, and um, uh, again, a sense of understanding for for, uh, 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 understanding of self for me because I I then start to understand who I was. Um, who I can be, what I can be as a mom, uh, and mm-hmm. what kind of parent I want to be. You know, um, mm-hmm. what I want to instill. Like it, it gives you room to question, answer, and do at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, in Nigeria, I wouldn't have had that opportunity because God knows we outside. Everybody's telling you what but, to do. Uh, yeah. Everybody's telling you what to do. You have you have nannies coming twenty four seven. You're not really as involved in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to be as involved as much as possible, obviously. Do you know what I mean? But that is always like, I'm doing something, but you hold the child. Mm-hmm. I'm doing something, but you hold the child. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know what I mean? So you're not, you're not as involved as you want to be. So that's what I feel mm-hmm. like um, America made me do. But what I'm missing mm-hmm. out, there are days where I've been, it's like, I need a one day mommy break day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't have even that. With, um, even with the family you have. Here, correct, because family has family, like they have their own family too. You can't even blame them, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because yeah. just the way you're going through it, they're probably going through it as well. I mean, some of yeah. them were fortunate enough to have, um, you know, like my sister has her uh mother in law, a lot of them have that. Mine is a very unique situation, you know, situation, which is not something yeah. to see outside where we're not, but me and the parents are not in the same country, yeah, right? Yeah. So, for that alone, brings its own challenges, um, mm. but um. You know, it's the ability to rise above it and know that, you know, at the end of the day, there's no break time to raise kids, you know, full time job. job, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, you have to do what you have to do. So um, I think, but I, I, I appreciate it um, as time has gone by, because again, it's made me acquire those things I had earlier said about, you know, knowing yourself, mm-hmm. responsibility. I don't think you guys tell yourself you're lazy anymore. I can't. I can't even if I tried. Like, yeah. even if I said it, like, the one on the show, like, hello, hello. Uh-huh. Did you see that thing two years ago? <laughs> two kids on that five. Did you see that marathon? Yeah. Like, but to viewers listening yeah. out there, if there's one advice I give you, space it out. Ah, yeah. Space it out. Space it out. Space it out. Because the only time, the only future I'm looking forward to is when they go to college, I sign them all up. You understand? Yeah, Two of them. Twice. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's far. 18 years is a long time, baby. So it please. Time. Yeah. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Like, if you can, please put space between because two and not yeah. two is not easy. And I know there are people out there who do it and say, like, what are we complaining about? You know yourself. Do you understand? Like, if that's the kind of person you are, best of wishes to you. But 
it's not who I am. Do you know what I mean? So, um, is that the only thing you wish I had done differently? Just space it out. Space it out. Yeah, because I feel like it, half of the problems I have now is stemming from me. So I'd say the major. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Dependency is like is a strong team. Mama, please, mama, please. I'm just like, bro. God damn. Mm-hmm. But um, I hear you but yeah. in the wise stage of life. There. Yes. 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 And you're afraid things. I heard of it. But seeing, actually experiencing is a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Because how do you answer, you but why? <laughs> but why? <laughs> but why? I'm like, I hate that word now. Please don't, but as an adult, don't tell me, but why? why? Because yeah. I, I heard it so much times. I'm just like, but why, mama? But why? I feel like I'm just like, kids, like African kids, we didn't go through that phase because they no, slap you my friend, why question? Shut up, shut up there. What do you know? Come and get but I love that for them because I re- I also realized at first I was like, what is this face? But I realized it actually shaped him because the more yeah. he explains, the more he's asking, the more he's taking now. Yeah. So when he yeah. now says something, oh, because mama, you said this. And I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah, that's why so you said, but why? So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, think, I think that's something like you gain from having ch- kids in the U.S. You know, it, it's good for their confidence. Correct. Like, I feel like yeah. as... As children in Africa, like you're stifled, you know, very early, you know, you only speak when you're spoken mm. to, you don't take too yeah. much space in a room or that. In America, like you're you're free to express yeah. yourself a yeah. little more. Yeah. And I hate it, and I I'm sorry for the viewers. I hated that time when our kids just used to talk like in a stoic way, like, mommy, can I go and drink no. the water? And I'm just like <laughs> A course to teaching us, it's the, no, wait, was it chorus? Yeah. It was a course because it's a chorus, it's a chorus, actually. Yes, they're like, Yeah, you're singing it's a song, you're like, because you're chanting together, exactly, exactly. They're like, really? Don't don't go into the fridge before you, before you take anything from the fridge. What do you say? Then you say the sentence, Oh, mommy, yeah. please, can I have what no, no, I don't say any fast. All I'm saying is that, <laughs> all I'm saying is that it's mommy, talked to us as like a, mm, it's a whole song and like dance. We sing everything, even in school, that you. Bless your food. Bless this food. This food. Oh, Lord. Yo, that is fine. Yeah, what taught you song like that? What taught you sing that song? Yeah. But you know, my thing is like, it's when you get out of it that you realize you were wanting. And I'm just like, yo, that's how we used to talk? That's crazy to me. Or like when you're raising your kids here, it's like your actual fluent conversation. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, why is it so different? But you're right. It's your yeah. you're talk. You're I think it might also even just be, that's another thing that I think we keep running to a lot in this podcast. Like, is this just us growing up in a different generation or is this us growing up in a different country? Because I think it's both. I imagine it's definitely both because I imagine that people raising kids now in Africa, I guess, depending on where you are, wouldn't be as strict or as you know restrictive as it was for them growing up back then, right? Um, right, right. So everyone is easing up to parents. Yeah, I mean, you know, from my mouth to God ears, they 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 chirp great. And also, I I feel like as a parent, you also have to tell yourself when you know you've done your best. Um, As much as I want you guys to be self aware, as much as I want you guys to express yourself. Just know that it's for the betterment of you, right? So when you get there, you yourself have that realization that I can take on the world because my mother said so. Do you know what I mean? And I know that I can. Do you know what I mean? All right. So, mm-hmm. I, Mama of the year. Mama of the year. There's one thing to So, yeah. Watch. This is probably mm-hmm. our longest episode, but I think it was definitely <laughs> worth it. 
Uh, sure. I think that's what Instagram. I mean, I'm not really a, you know, I'm not influenced on styles yet, but, um, okay. yeah, my, um, I think you're going to drop, you are you going to drop it? Or should I just say, say it? Say okay. It. Um, and <laughs> God, this is cringe. <laughs> it's good. Say it. Say it. Oh God. Go on the <laughs> okay. Let me, let me just say this before you guys hear it. It was in my days when I thought I was something. Okay. Now. His girl name is Bad P <laughs> underscore Lil. <laughs> oh my god. So you can find me there uh, on Instagram. I don't associate with Facebook as much. Uh, and same name for Snapchat. So yeah. Girl, <laughs> nobody uses Facebook no more. I can confirm ah! that. <laughs> I our mommy and daddy use it. I know we are mommy and daddy, so we have to start. Mm, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, thanks, guys, so much. Thank you for scene. having me. Um, Thank you. And we will see you next week. Don't forget to like, you. subscribe, yeah. and rate us. Also, like if you love this, just yeah. click those stars. Five stars yeah. only. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.